Hello, Healthyish fam, and welcome back. I'm your host, Ellie Izzo, and I'm also the digital editor at Body and Soul. Today, I'm talking about something a little bit taboo, something that people would rather Google rather than ask their friends about, and something that often gets a bad rap, and that is anal sex. Sydney-based sex coach Georgia Grace recently covered this topic on her Instagram account and the sheer number of questions that were DM'd her way took even her by surprise. I wanted to get her into the studio to clear up the most common myths and also ask why we're all a little bit afraid of backdoor play. Georgia Grace, welcome back to Healthyish. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm so glad you're here um, because you've been on before, but I think that there is so much scope for us to talk about so much else in terms of sex and relationships, but I wanted to dive into something that you did recently on your social media channels, which I saw got an incredible amount of feedback or people reacting to it and um, a lot of questions and that is something which is a little bit taboo potentially and that people are kind of scared to ask or scared to talk about even amongst close friends and that's anal sex. What was the kind of um, response that you received to that? Mm. So I was surprised but also not surprised by this because mm. I think any topic as you said that it has so much um, uncertainty or taboo or shame around it is often what people really want to know. Mm. And I guess the, the questions were really common questions that um, people have and that I see in session and in workshops, it being, um, how do I actually do it? What does it involve? Is it dirty and messy? Mm. All of these things that I, I guess people can't really find answers to unless they're actually doing it firsthand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was amazing to see the feedback that Anal Week got because people are curious about it. They mm. want information about mm. this topic. And it's often, usually, not always, but like often portrayed in a certain way. It's portrayed in porn and it's portrayed as one kind of thing. Now, something that you mentioned earlier, which I thought was really interesting, was that it doesn't just have to include penetration. Like mm. there is a whole lot more to anal sex than just that. Mm. So what else does it look like? Like what what's the full spectrum here? Yeah, you're right in, in that acknowledgement that I think when people think of anal sex, they think of hard and fast penetration. Yeah. But there are so many different ways of experiencing anal pleasure. So that could be anal breathing when you breathe with your anus. It could be anal massage or anal touch. It could be rimming, which is bringing tongue to the anus. So there are so many different things that you can do to stimulate, to pleasure to activate the anus and it is an extremely pleasurable part of the body that it can be orgasmic for men and women so mm. women can experience pleasure and even orgasm through anal stimulation and penetration and men because they have their prostate they can climax from it mm. so yeah if we're looking at different ways to stimulate there's so much more than just being penetrated or penetrating someone mm. and the more curiosity you have around it and the more I guess skills around these approaches the more you can experience pleasure and sensation in this part of your body mm, yeah right so what do you think from what you've seen um from who 
the people who've been contacting you through social or even in, in clinic, as you said, what are the most sort of, I don't know, damaging or <laughs> dangerous or untrue myths that mm. exist around anal sex? So I think the first is what we've already spoken mm. about, that it's just about penetration. Mm. The next part is that it is always going to involve some kind of mess. I think yes. people are... Yes, <laughs> obviously people yeah. are like, There's, it's going to get messy. Yeah. Not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad mess. The bad kind of sort of mess that you have to spend time cleaning up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's that, a genuine fear. Of course. And if I you've think, never done it before. And everyone has heard those horror stories of mm. that friend who shat on someone. Mm. And mm. it's just not the case. There are so many different things that you can do to prep yourself, whether it is cleaning or douching, getting your finger in there and, and sort of cleaning out, making sure you go to the bathroom before, all mm. of those things. But also in the type of sex that you're having. So maybe not going as hard and fast or going really slow and taking your time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sort of messy, shitty one, that, mm-hmm. that is, a, I guess, a common fear. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the um, homophobia around if you're interested in anal sex, you must be gay. And oh, yeah. this is one of these things that um, we really need to rid ourselves from mm. these ideas, um, one, that it is shameful, um, which it clearly is not, um, but also just because you enjoy stimulating a part of your body, it says nothing about your sexuality. It mm. just says that that's a part of your body that can experience a great amount of sensation mm. and you want to explore that. So, mm. yeah, it is a mm. loaded topic and mm. I think that is why there is so much curiosity around it but also why people take a, a bit of time to even start exploring it. Yeah, absolutely. So for someone who's listening to this and may be curious and may want to try this and add this to just another thing that they might do in the bedroom with, you know, their partners, what's a good start point? Mm. Like how do you even how do you broach the topic of anal sex mm. with someone that you've been intimate with but maybe haven't tried that yet? Mm. So as I would suggest with trying anything new, it's always really great to practice on yourself. So mm. maybe you start in the shower and every day you just bring some kind of touch to your anus just to get a sense of what it feels like, whether it's numb or pleasurable or feels great or not so great. Then you can sort of get, as you're already in the shower, you can clean and do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel really comfortable. Always use a a lot of lube because your anus doesn't naturally lubricate, so Mm. make sure you have a great lube handy. Explore different kinds of touch on yourself. Um, Maybe you try some kind of vibration. Also, if you have a vagina, never move from uh, vaginal penetration to anal penetration because you need Mm. to be really careful of any of that bacteria getting into your vagina. And then if, so that's, I guess, if you're exploring it on your own, Mm. then if you're wanting to explore it with someone else, you could say, hey, I listened to this great podcast. (laughs) and (laughs) Totally. You should drop healthy into the conversation. That'd be all conversations <laughs> and I am curious I heard that it can be really pleasurable really exciting and I, I want to explore this with you how do you feel about it and they may be curious too and you may have to set up a, a bit of a you know setting the tone on, on what will happen and what won't happen mm. but then exploring in a way that feels healthy and exciting for you knowing that you can stop at any time you can try different things but Ultimately, having a conversation is the best way to start something new when it comes to sex. Yeah, totally. And sometimes that is the hardest thing as well. That takes Mm. the most bravery is having that first conversation. So good to be educated first. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And we are going to continue this chat 
next Friday. Awesome. Hearing Georgia talk about this clandestine bedroom activity with such openness really does make me wonder why it's still so taboo. Hopefully she opened your eyes or mind a little bit in some way. Be sure to tune in next Friday too as I ask Georgia to stick around so I could quiz her on another topic that we all attach quite a lot of shame to and that is pornography and how we can make it feel more ethical. If you're feeling generous, please be a pal and rate, review and subscribe. And until Monday, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.